It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're continuing our broadcast from the Utah Valley Growth and Prosperity Summit. We are right here on the campus of Utah Valley University. And Utah Valley University really is at the heart of Utah Valley and has become a a gathering place for leaders, for thought leaders, uh, not just from Utah and not just across the country, but around the world. It really is part of Utah being a not just crossroads to the West, but crossroads to the world. And uh, always pleased to be happy, always pleased to be down here on the Utah Valley University campus, and always extra happy when we get to speak with President Astrid Tuminez. Welcome, President. Thank you, Boyd. It's great to have you here on campus in person. In person. We get to do this live today, which is a great <laughs> thing. Uh, this is round number two of the Growth and Prosperity Summit uh, down here. Tell us uh, about the gathering, why this is so important, to what you're doing at Utah Valley University. Yes, so um, when Curtis Blair was made the head of the Utah Valley Chamber, we actually sat together a couple of times to um, share a vision of how we want the university to interact with industry and the community. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've learned in my past lives and careers in places like Singapore and New York is that universities really have a powerful Uh, ways to convene people, to facilitate dialogue. And with all of the growth and changes and technology and startups and all of these things happening in Utah County, I thought that we could collaborate on something like this, a flagship annual conference. Anyone interested in Utah County would have to attend this conference every single year, and it's our second year to do it. Yeah, and and you're already there. Uh, People are coming. Uh, We were talking about... uh, just how these kind of conferences create the the bumpability factor mm-hmm. uh, of just the hallway conversations are so exciting to watch and see as you have business and academics and all the different aspects of community, uh, government, all coming Non-profits, together. Non-profits, yes. Everyone's yeah. here, 350 um, participants. Ah, that's fantastic. And so what are some of the conversations that you've been leaning into in some of those uh, bumpability moments in the hallways? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing I did this morning was to give a keynote. And what I really focused the keynote on uh, was on the role of the university as a resource and partner to the mm. business community. And there were three areas that I tackled, natural resources. Um, the workforce, and also health care. So some of that bumpability was just in the conversations afterwards. And then I attended two sessions, one on education, where we had Brigham Young University, Ensign College, and Utah Valley University. The speaker for UVU was actually our UVUSA president. So she kind of brought home the granularity of the student experience coming from high school through COVID, what helped her grow, what helped her succeed. And then I attended another 
session on Utah Lake. And, mm. you know, um, <laughs> I actually, in my keynote today, I talked about two rivers, the Pasig River in Manila, mm. biologically dead, declared so by scientists, yeah. and Singapore River, which one one of the most vibrant, beautiful waterways. And I, I said to the crowd that the difference between these two experiences, Pasig River and Singapore River, is the dialogue of the community and the public policy mm. that happened around these rivers. One is is kind of say goodbye to it. Yeah. The other is thriving. So Utah Lake, we had the mayors there, Mayor of Provo, the mayor of um, Vineyard. And I think, again, a resource. How do you mm. take something as big as Utah Lake, which has been here forever, yeah. and how do you preserve it while also allowing the growth to happen in, in this area? So there were many bumpability moments. And I got a cookie from a company called Crave. <laughs> so that was my sugar bumpability. <laughs> Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome. You take those any chance you Free can get cookie, those. That's yes. a that's a good thing. Uh, well, when you talk about growth, uh, if there's if you look that up in the dictionary today, I, I think uh, Utah Valley University would be next to the word growth. You have been growing, expanding uh, in buildings, in students, in possibilities, in convening. Uh, what's next? <laughs> I know you you should be exhausted, but I know you're just warming up. <laughs> there, there are many many next things for Utah Valley University. Uh, you know we are we are going to build a new engineering and technology building, the Scott M. Smith building. And there's a reason for that. 20% of earnings here are from tech workers. Our mechanical engineering doubled in enrollment in three years, civil and electrical tripled. And so this is all about the workforce. Um, So not only growing our student body, but growing retention and completion and the quality of the student experience. We have such a complicated uh, university in the sense that we accept everyone. So in the classroom, you get students who have a GPA of 1.6 six and students with a GPA of 4.0, it makes our work difficult, but also extremely meaningful and extremely um, inspiring because we're saying to human potential, come here, come as you are, UVU is a place for you, and we're not going to let you drown. We're really going to do our best to support you in your aspirations because every human dream matters to us. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think your convening of, of this summit uh, is is both indicative of your experience. You've you've seen it all from the the diplomatic side and the government side, the business side and the academic side. And for anything to thrive and grow and prosper, you got to have all of those coming together in partnership. Uh, you seem like the perfect convener uh, for that. But what should we all be thinking about in terms of linking arms for that kind of prosperity? 
I, I think we should all think uh, uh, that we are part of one ecosystem. You know, the, the rock star Bono of U2 uses the word one. He has a song called One. I think that's a powerful word. What does it mean to be one? This morning, we, we had um, Tammy Pfeiffer, formerly from Governor Herbert's office, yeah. who talked about the Dignity Index, for example, yeah. that this country and this democracy will survive only if we have sufficient respect for one another. And being one means that we can talk about our opportunities and challenges in a rational, evidence-informed way, but also civil, also uh, full of compassion, with the shared goal that we are building something that ought to outlast us yeah. and that ought to keep giving to other generations that follow us. Yeah. It's one of the things that I always notice when I walk on campus uh, here at Utah Valley University, that uh, that oneness is not sameness no. uh, here at Utah Valley, that you value the diversity, you respect all the different perspectives, uh, and that's a great model, uh, not just for Utah Valley, but for the country and for the world. Yeah, it's actually also very empowering because mm. if, if you say you are valid, come as you are, you've already given the person a sense of belonging, a sense of power that they can be comfortable in their own skin. Mm. And only when you're comfortable in your own skin can you really interact very effectively with others and listen yeah. and lead as well as follow. Yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks is, is this whole idea of the uh, the Stockdale paradox. Uh, when you're facing big, big challenges, uh, on one hand, you have to have that faith and that confidence that we're going to get past this, we're going to get through this, and you have to face the the hard realities and some of the uncomfortable <laughs> of the conversation, the day-to-day. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that we ought to be owning and facing just a little bit better um, well, I think one of the biggest challenges is simply that as a nation, we have become so deeply divided mm-hmm. and, and our discourse has become so harsh and so uh, not only uncivil, but sometimes actually hateful. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that democracy thrives in the pragmatic middle, not in this extreme. Second, we have to keep the American dream alive. Mm-hmm. That America is still a land of opportunity. It's still a land that if you work hard, you can get help. So it's not just it's a land of opportunity, you know, bootstrap it all the way. No, you will fall apart. Yeah. Mental health is, is, is a big mm. issue. So keeping the American dream alive is another thing. And then third, you know, uh, using our resources together because I think there is more power. So when I think about this summit and I see nonprofits here, I see professors here, I see university leaders here, and then I also see business leaders and government I think it's exactly this kind of um, synergy mm-hmm. and, you know, and sincerity coming into that, that we really want to listen. We really want to learn. Yeah. We have to be learn-it-alls, not, not know-it-alls. And to mm-hmm. be pragmatic, to be pragmatic, we can disagree on many things, but what are f- two or three things where we agree that if we did that together, the outcomes will be better than if we yeah. just did it alone? Oh, love that, uh, don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. We're adding that to the program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, President Astrid Tamina, it's always a pleasure, always a treat to have you on the air. Even better to do it in person and to do it right here at Utah Valley University. Again, we're down here broadcasting until uh, the top of the hour at the Utah Valley Growth and Prosperity Summit. As President Tamina has said, this is the place for the conversation uh, when it comes to growth and the future uh, prosperity and thriving uh, of all of us here in uh, Utah County. Uh, President Thank you again for being with us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. We'll step aside for one last commercial break. Some final thoughts coming up from the Growth and Prosperity Summit. Stick around. We'll be right back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. 
two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.